Hey, do you like Film Sack? Well, we know you do. Why don't you head on over to patreon.com slash frogpants and show some love today. That's patreon.com slash frogpants. If you insist on counting down, go ahead. Here goes. <laughs> it all started on the day that I died. If there had been an obituary, it would have described the unremarkable life of an unremarkable woman. Survived by no one. But there was no obituary. Because the day that I died was also the day I started to live. He's taking a dump. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Sure. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 366 for January 20th, 2018. I'm Scott Johnson, and I'm joined today by Brian Catwoman has haircut powers done away. Hmm, Edward Scissor, don't. Oh, <laughs> hi, meow. Midnight Talent Agency, how may I claw your eyes out today? Purr, purr. I don't do a good purr. Oh, my. Yes, Miss Barry would love to be in your movie, Meow Meow. What's that? What are her qualifications, Meow Meow? Well, she has tens of minutes of experience with cats. Meow, I would even go so far as to say she's sort of a cat spurt. Meow. Why, I saw her just this morning looking at cat pics on the internet. Meow. It's catter day, after all. Meow Meow. Excellent. I'll let her know. And yes, we do accept payment in the form of cans of tuna. Purr, purr. What's that? Sharon Stone is also cast? <sighs> well, then we are going to need some extra cans of tuna and a scratching post in Miss Barry's dressing room. But no need for a shower in her trailer. She's going to mouth bathe herself after eating eight cans of tuna on her bed. Ugh. So sexy, meow, meow. Ugh. All right. I got to go lick my butt for two hours. Ugh. Talk to you later, meow. <laughs> Oh, the eight cans of tuna. That was rough. That was no. rough. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. It's one of my chief problems with the movie overall is cat-like uh, behavior. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Also with us, Randy, it's always time to accessorize Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Um, oh, oh, hold on just a second here. Yeah. Uh, oh, Mr. Emmerich, I, I, I need to talk to you. I've been thinking that we need to make something for women. We need to have a hero who's a woman. Yeah, okay, just hear me out. Okay, so we start with a female villain that we've already got, but we make her into a hero. Only no one over here in concept knows anything about women. So uh, what's something women hate? Oh, 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 I've got it. Makeup. Mm. Women hate makeup, right? Mm. Okay, so let's have makeup be the bad guy. Uh, okay, you know what? You know what's really girly? Like, really girly? Cats. Cats are so girly. Okay. <laughs> All right, so um, hold on. I'm just writing this down. So the hero becomes a cat and has to put a stop to evil cosmetics. Oh, hey, uh, could we work in some jewelry somehow? I, I think women like jewelry. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> and all of them have at least one gay buddy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Got to have <laughs> cat sex in the city. Yeah. yeah. One, one yeah. gay buddy each. Uh, finally, Brian, they told him to flush the pipes, so he flushed the pipes a bit. 
I flushed the pipes. Uh, so these pipes are clean. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to finish that out. Uh, so you all think that Catwoman the movie is based on Catwoman the DC comic book heroine, right? Mm. No. Mm. No, it's based on a Dr. Seuss children's book called The Cat in the Torn Leather Outfit. Let me let me read a little bit of this to you. Okay. Patience's self-esteem was flat, treated like a doormat, fired by an aristocrat who was getting fat by selling poisonous mat. Patience fell in a vat out of a pipe she was shat and drowned like a rat, <laughs> rescued by many a cat until on that ledge she sat, wielded a whip like a bat, dated Benjamin Bratt, skilled in super combat, going tit for tat. And speaking of that, why the hell is she so goddamn good at basketball? <laughs> yeah. Uh, why did it? Yeah. Why did this turn into a Paul Abdul video? Right, right in the middle of it. <laughs> right with Scat Cat. Oh, yeah. Scat Cat. oh my gosh, it really did, didn't it? That was totally Paul Abdul in the middle. Mm. Ah, this movie. Gosh, dang it, freaking. We had to do it. We had to do it. We had to do it. So we've been moving Catwoman for so long that we. Randy, one last time. Yes. Yeah, well, I moved Catwoman. Yeah. And. <laughs> We had to like we. It was because it kept uh, it would pop onto Netflix, and then we didn't really want to watch it. And so, like eight weeks later, it would leave, and mm -hmm. we're like, okay, all right, mm -hmm. some other time maybe. Yeah. And Took so this time we we lined up our our little stars and yeah. we watched this wonderful the, movie. The problem is back when you said things like this. Whoops. <laughs> no, that's the from the movie shit. <laughs> I I said that too. Yeah. Back back when you said this, I moved Catwoman. It just meant that it went to this column of like, okay, well this if this shows up again. We'll shift it over. And I honestly kind of thought we might never get to it. It was one of those ones that just always got pushed, always got needled out, and no big deal. There I, are other movies that fit that description, like Harlem Nights has oh, yeah. come and oh, gone. Yeah. And it and it's like it it's only on Netflix for a little while, and our list goes out farther than some of these movies stick around for. Sure. Sometimes we make exceptions and move them in. But I'm gonna say, and I don't want to speak for everybody here, mm -hmm. but I think this was totally worth it. And I don't yeah. mean that it's good. I mean that this is one of the more worthy film sack movies because I there's a lot to talk about about what went wrong and why it went yeah. this way. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a, an actress, Halle Berry, who is much respected for previous work, who had won an Oscar and a Razzie for this. Right. Previous yeah, work yeah. and work since. I mean, this is like a, a blemish on, uh, on a, a fairly decent... I record i mean you know we take out stuff yeah. like juana man and um i say this is an experiment in halle berry's career that's what i say yeah well yeah. i think it was a potential franchise everybody wants one of those mm -hmm. and it turned out not to be one of those and there's a lot of weird stuff in the background that we don't have to get in today like i went down this huge rabbit hole apparently the whole thing they never say it once on screen but the whole play, uh deal is supposed to be set in salt lake city not gotham <laughs> Right, right, which is right. crazy and so it's totally crazy yeah. it's the weirdest thing but then again i, I went back and looked I, I, and there are there are landmarks that are uh not dissimilar to my the, to my home city so like i think maybe they were right and but they won't admit it like it's there's this weird controversy about that but the, the movie itself like straight up catwoman the fact that they said you know what her name isn't celine she isn't in Gotham. She's not the DC deal. There is no Batman. There's no other reference to the DC universe at all. Right. Uh, she this is more like her... Egyptian cat derivative. Yeah. Solo I, story. I don't, I don't know. The bullwhip kind of ties them together. Yeah. Like, that's, there's, there's but that's not just much else be, besides that. I mean, right. That's just that BSDM. What was it called? Is that what's it called when they do the whole leather dress up thing? That's just part of that, right? Oh, well, whole, yeah. is it? Right, I, don't so know. The, I mean, if the costume name and utility 
uh, tool are all the same. I mean, it's the same. Like, I, I get what you're saying that they they didn't say she was in Gotham. And by the way, I based on Catwoman of the DC. Yeah, very loosely. Like, very loosely. Patience Phillips is not like it's not even like a um, uh, a multiple people. Yeah. Right, multiple people who are all different Robins for Batman. Mm-hmm. There was never a Patience Phillips in the comics, to my knowledge. I did a little searching around, and there was never like Patience Phillips was a character name created specifically for this movie it's almost like they said uh well if we if we really screw up on this we could always just kind of wad it up and throw it in the trash yeah and, and no. have no effect on dc lore <laughs> no that's totally true even i mean bob kane's credited in the credits as you know creator of the characters and i'm like oh dude freaking barely you can barely call yeah, this exactly. a, a Catwoman movie now she, yes she's a woman she's dressed like a cat but her origin story <laughs> Uh, woman, you know, check where they Cat. check <laughs> where they derive their powers as this these this history of of ancient women who got this Egyptian cat or you know a cat decided to breathe on them and that was like their moment to become the cat lady uh, and referred to as cat women which cracked me up later in the movie that lady yeah. says oh there's many cat women of cotton like oh my lord so that so they they took it in a whole new place that has nothing to do with any of its origin stuff and that's dangerous I'm not saying you can't do it. I just think it's I'm freaking just dangerous. You shouldn't do it. Yeah, like you. But isn't this what they kind of did with the whole Spider-Man Spider Verse, where there's a whole everybody was a Spider-Man? Well, in the comics, sure. But well, that's right. Happening. And we got we got that movie coming out this year too. Yeah, later this Miles, year, the Miles Morales. Movie. Sure, but the yeah. but the thing is, that's you can get away with it in comics and animation. I don't think you can do it in live action. Now that being said, look, there's plenty of stuff in the Marvel MCU right now that is not comic consistent or character mm-hmm. consistent from the comics or any of that that's true but they're minor like the essence is there she's not it, she's nothing like celine this is like no, not and it's, it and it's you know there's a little bit of a you could almost say that the uh the hulk tv show where they changed bruce banner to david right, banner, to david banner right. um it was kind of along those lines where i mean it was for different reasons obviously <laughs> but 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 the backstory and the inception story and the results were pretty much in line like results yes but no i mean uh uh bruce banner pushed rick jones i almost said rick james (laughs) rick jones out of uh danger like you know this kid's out there joyriding in the gamma uh no i hear you i hear you but the like the the inception of the hulk in the tv show is the same source of power, right? As, a, a mystery, sure, a, yeah. a science thing gone wrong and Cat, flooded. Catwoman yeah. makes a decision to tell a completely different Inception story. Yeah. I see what you're saying, right? Yeah. yeah. How did Catwoman in the comics get it? She just decided, "Hey, I'm kind of agile. Uh, let me get a leather outfit well, and a whip." And all yeah, that. every yeah. every Batman villain is basically something that was generated by some accident right isn't that the whole idea yeah but i don't think in her i don't i don't think celine i don't think celine's story in the batman universe is is like that i think she's just a cat burglar it's it's hard to say if you're talking about the original original story yeah i don't even know if i ever remember the original original story anymore because there's been so many retellings of the Catwoman story that they've just never gotten it where they want it to be the same way with wonder woman i mean it's just like you have all these different origin stories throughout the comics it's like where do you land on which one do you pick but i do think they just kind of went with something here and just said why but, not because it was derivative of batman returns right because that was well, where me, they, that was their starting me, point let me tell you what bob kane and bill finger did 
Okay. By the way, Bill Finger should have been at the courthouse day one and changed his name to something other. Yeah. <laughs> Love that documentary on Hulu, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Just look good. His first name wasn't Harry. Yeah, Harry Finger. <laughs> I saw someone the other day that I was, I, I was like, I was introduced to a person and I, it was hard to not ask, why haven't you changed your name? What was it? Like, what was the last I don't want to say it. I realized I don't want to say it now because uh, it's nah. an actual person that I was introduced to. So yeah. here's I, a story I, I can't tell you. But, but it was like, wow, like this is, this is really something, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, like if your name, like if I, if I told you my first name was stick and my last name was mud you yeah. know, and you would be like, really? Like yeah. you stuck, you're going with that. Yeah. Like what's your middle name? And you know the- yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, just, like what, what if your name was Peter Gozinia? You'd want to go get <laughs> you'd want to go last name Gozinia. Yeah. I like that name. That's my new last name, Gozinia. Peter Gozinia. <laughs> so here's the deal. The fictional character associated with DC Comics franchise, created by Bill Finger and Bob Kane, currently portrayed as an orphan, and this is how it works right now. She's an orphan uh, who learned to survive on Gotham City's streets. She took to thievery to survive, determined to do it in style. She learned martial arts, trained extensively perfect her skills in cat burglary. Uh, her criminal activities are often te- uh, tempered by a reluctant uh, altruism, making her an inconsistent villain, occasionally an ally to Batman. She regularly eludes capture by the Dark Knight and maintains a complicated the- adversarial relationship with the Batman, frequently turns flirtatious and occasionally legitimately right. romantic. She is one of Batman's best-known loves. All right, so in that in her true origin story... She's just mm-hmm. super agile and ninja-like yeah. and learned a bunch of shit. She didn't have a bunch they, of cats walk up and breathe on her. They they right. really they really thought this. They said, hey, what would be the perfect romantic adversary to Batman? How about a cat burglar? And let's make her a woman. And I think that was probably the original seed of the idea. And then somewhere along the lines during the 60s, I think we said, you know what would be super sexy? A lady in leather suit going purr meow and making her super overly sexualized. And oh, yeah. for some reason that's like stuck around. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And uh yeah, I think it's this remember. I think it's this movie's greatest weakness is the fact that there's such over sexualization because is as a it's almost like her superpower to be overly sexualized. And I'm like, what if we applied that to a dude like Batman? What if Batman's one of his, you know, his or Superman's superpowers was super sexy well that would just be that would just be weird right <laughs> that would be really weird yeah but as a but as a culture a popular culture and as comics as a subgenre women are always the subject of the tightest outfits and the least amount of clothes right. and the most right. sexualization right. so none of that surprises me but what surprised me is them leaning into the supernatural I'm a cat lady now, so I'm sleeping up here. And guess what? When you jump, throw me off a thing, I land on my feet. And when I eat, I only want fish. And, you know, right. like that stuff drives, drove me up a tree. I could, like Absolutely. a cat. Like a cat yeah, drove you up a tree, and then you couldn't tree. get down. Yeah, I couldn't right. get down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> similar, you know, the same kind of thing happened with Batman Returns with um, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Oh, but, but wasn't, wasn't it so much better, though? No. Uh no. Go back and watch her. Go back and watch her clips. No, I have. It's, it's not, not good. It's not a better story. But her origin story is similar. She's this mousy yeah. woman. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> she finds out something at her company that she isn't supposed to find out about. She's uh, pushed off a building or something, and then when she lands, a bunch of alley cats start 
like gnawing on her giving mm-hmm. giving her their nine Ultimate, lives yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly well I'll donate a life okay i'll donate a life <laughs> like and if you know cat starting <laughs> anything yeah cat funding uh her lives yeah. now if they had brought a bunch of rats and like laid them at her i would be like okay I can see right. that, but yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> but I, but I would need. I, I challenge you, Dunaway, to go back to the Tim Burton. The Tim Burton stuff is bad. no, no. I've watched it. I've watched it, and I actually there's a there's something that works about it in in that level that doesn't work in this one. It's like they lean too far into it. They they just kind of Pfeiffer kind of kind of like teased it a little bit and said, "Oh, here's a little tease of an idea." Halle Berry just full out went, look at me, I'm a cat. Meow. Right. Yes, Walking exactly. on all fours now. Meow, meow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she did everything but like have a scratch. She went full on cat. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Too far. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to poo poo it too much because honestly, all hero origin stories are kind of dumb in some ways or another, or they or force it down our throats too much. But this thing is so uneven. It's so like, I don't know how to explain this. Like, okay. there's never any reason to care about the characters, in my opinion. Right. You never get a chance to sit down and cuddle up with the characters and go, "Tell me your story. What's going on right now?" Well, that's yeah. the that's the job of things like the surrounding cast, right? Like, you mm-hmm. have to you have to give the the sidekick in this case, played by Alex Borstein, doing the best she can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Actually, she was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Of course, she was. She yeah, she's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but but you have to you have to give them enough of a of a presence right that i that i find my normal as a viewer you know like scott's saying it's uneven well yeah it's uneven the main character starts out as meek and uh timid mm-hmm. which by the way it feels like everything is defined in this movie's like glossary through that lens I was making fun of earlier, where it's like, what are women like? I don't really know. I think they're kind of, you know, like compared to men, they're kind of timid. So So, let's make sure this character emphasizes the timid, you know? Who who failed at this? Because this has a large female cast. So what was the, was there so much pressure on the female cast to not say anything and not step up in 2004 to go, this is stupid. This is not yeah, how we do this. We're definitely not putting it on the cast. Like, right. if you if you look at this cast, there's no one in this cast that is known for saying, "Okay, this script is bullshit, guys." <laughs> like, like <laughs> you, this has to be on the director and the producers. I mean, right? They even go so far as to hire probably one of the most non-threatening. Sorry, Benjamin Bratt, but also kind of <laughs> not, not overly masculine. Sure. Uh, yeah. uh, love interest, right? I mean, he's he's kind of he's kind of the real doll that you put in your passenger seat, so nobody right, right. nobody messes with you when you're yeah, driving I in a bad neighborhood. Yeah. I couldn't understand the attraction that everybody seemed to have for him. It's like, oh, he's so hot. He's I, so, oh, he's so, I, I, he listen, doesn't smolder. Let, let me smolder? dive. Let me dive in here and say that I am a huge fan of Benjamin Bratt. I think he's a very unique, yeah. interesting looking dude. But I yeah. agree, he's a Barbie doll in this. He's a Ken doll. And in a lot yeah. of ways, he's a Ken doll with a mode, and that mode is switched to uh, perfect. Like he, he, he's the right. perfect right. cop. He never makes a mistake. Exactly. He never does anything Good wrong. Kids. Yeah, he's, you know that. I mean, basically, it's kind of like what Randy's saying. He is like, he's like the check off the list for what uh, what women want. 
basically, mm-hmm. or what they thought well, women wanted. Yeah, well, <laughs> right. And that's the thing; they're they're so wrong. Everybody making decisions about what should be in the script and what should be seen from the camera is wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. And Benjamin Bratt's a great example. the The counter to him is Chris Pine and Wonder Woman. Mm. Chris Pine and Wonder yeah. Woman has to has to run the same role roughly. This is a movie about a heroic woman who is, uh, you know, who is uh, not going to be sort of overshadowed by some dude right, mm-hmm. right. no you uh, you know what you're nailing it this is exactly the analog how to do it right versus how to do it wrong yes and yeah. and and so benjamin bratt's job is to is to be this thing that is just uh, a sort of like window dressing for catwoman stuff like mm-hmm. they occasionally intersect but he he's not supposed to he's not supposed to solve the crime right he's not supposed to take down the bad guy Right. And and Benjamin Bratt is just I don't know he's just like a non-entity. But by the time you get to the end of the movie, like he he comes up with the great twist at the end. We'll put you back in the cell, and then everything will be no one will know it was you. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. mm-hmm. yeah. that's fine. Yeah. But you know Otherwise, that could have been anybody could have done so that. Yeah. Was he the also the love interest in Miss Congeniality? Was yeah. he like was he like a thing during the early yes. 2000s? Yeah, he's yes. great, dude. He was he was fresh off his rad role on Law and Order. That's where I first saw right, him. Right. He yeah. was great on there, and then great he did other stuff. And he's good on new stuff, by the way. These there's a bunch of crap out now right. that he's in. He's great in it. Well, let me throw let me throw some things out at you. Do you remember him in Demolition Man? Um, nope. No. Oh my gosh, I don't Not at even all. remember yeah. him, him in Demolition Man at all. <laughs> Do you remember I've seen that movie traffic? like a hundred times? <laughs> Nope, nope. Wait, he was in traffic? Yeah. Do you remember him in Doctor Strange, which came out two years ago? Oh my god. Yes, no. I do remember him in that. Yes. <laughs> not, not two that, that wait, movie wait. came out fifteen months ago. No, hold on, hold on. Ago. I don't think that one's fair. I totally remember him in that. He was the be- he he was well, he was vent- uh, by the end revealed to be a bad man, but he well, was yes. he right. was He's I thought he was really good man. in that. And 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 I would point your squinties at Coco, who's fantastic as Ernesto oh, de la Cruz in that. It was yes. really good. Yes, and, but uh, that's a voice. I mean, that's like you know, that's right. That's a presence that's made by the visualization of a character, not by his own vision. Like the fact that we don't remember him in things like Demolition Man is that he's he's background noise, filler. Right? He's pretty right. filler. Like he's he's a great actor, and and again, the Law and Order stuff is fantastic, and I really yeah. liked him in Twenty Four and and all that stuff, but. Um, but he's i don't know if it's a, it's just that he, he's not given roles where he has a massive presence or right he just doesn't convey a massive presence in things other than law and order mm. that's, you know that's despite fair. despite this shit show for some reason i really like sharon stone's performance no, she's, I don't know. She's don't over the top, because it, There's not... It's obviously Cruella de Vilish. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's so simple, but it worked for me. And I feel like I need to praise this movie in ways. Like, there are things about this movie that I found really good. Like, uh, Sharon Stone and Lambert Wilson's faces. Were, <laughs> yes. There was something about their faces where every time you saw them, you're like, what is... And you could tell the film really went all in on the idea that they're crazy about cosmetics mm-hmm. yeah and, like, their faces just... all these close-up huge pictures mm-hmm. even in scenes where sharon stone was standing in front of her own face which by the yeah. way is like the height of of ego and yeah. i kind of i kind of like it in movies and i kind of hate it at the same time but i i was actually like is lambert wilson wearing a mask his right. face was i <laughs> can't look away from the chiseled. from the no it almost looked like they had somehow cosmetically sucked his cheeks in 
<laughs> and, and yeah. given him a bigger jaw than he actually has. It yeah. was weird. Like it, it wasn't just makeup. It was there was something more there. And that was the kind of thing where I was like, man, this movie could have been so much if mm-hmm. it had been written well. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, is it, is it the writing that fails? Sorry, Scott, go ahead. No, no, I, I, it's, I, it's essentially going to ask the same question. I think there's some writing I, problems for sure, but I think right. the director, this one, na- this one guy with one name, his name is Petoff. I've never heard of him before. Mm-hmm. He did uh, very little director wise. He did a lot of special effects work. This feels like one of those guys that got handed an opportunity and said, "All right, right. we're giving you your own movie." See what you can do there, buddy. And it turned out to be one of the biggest flops of that decade, let alone that yeah, year. Visual effects wise, I mean, there's some maybe not executed perfectly, but there's some cool visual effects kind of stuff. For in 2004, here where, some of the yeah, CG like, stuff was pretty impressive. Right. Mm-hmm. The you know the 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 hat the, the Catwoman Holly Berry running across the the ledge of a building and stuff, and then that building kind of turns, and you're looking at it from a different angle, and then she appears on the top of it. Kind of mm-hmm. cool stuff. Yeah, her ripping through Salt Lake City downtown. Is very interesting. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so I I, I just I, since you brought it back up. I recognized Vancouver. I recognized Los Angeles. Oh there yeah, were... in the live action scenes for sure. It was, but when they would show like her flipping through the uh, the CGI'd up City. city there was yeah. some Salt Lake shit happening there. But it, it, and you know there have been lots of like early promo text that they would send out to to uh, papers and stuff to to promo the movie. All had mm-hmm. in the streets of Salt Lake City. Like they would say that, but then oh, wow. but then later wow. they wouldn't say it. I gotta, I gotta tell you, Scott. Utah just never fails to surprise me. Like, you guys are just living in a whole other world. It's amazing. Yeah. Sometimes you guys are the Benjamin Brad of the United States. Yeah. No, we are. You're totally. You. You know what? That works right there. It keeps our. And I'm not. It keeps and I'm our, not saying it's only Utah. Like, trust me, there are people in Texas who will shout to the hills about how something was made in Texas. Like. It, I, I, it's not just Utah. There's just something special about Utah. Like, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yesterday I found out we uh, did an episode of The Instance with Christian Nairn, who played Hodor on uh, Game of Thrones, yeah. our second time having him on. And he said, uh, or he told me either pre-show or post-show, I can't remember, but he said, you know, I've been in Provo for like the last <laughs> six months. And I went, what? <laughs> You're like 20 minutes from here. And he goes, yeah, yeah, we're filming a new TV show out there and it's uh, out just south of Provo and we should go to lunch. <laughs> and I said, okay, yeah, we'll totally go to lunch. But it was just this other reminder that every once in a while, shit's getting made here, but nobody cares because that's right. not the point. And the beauty of that is it's kind of cool to mention it, but then our cost of living also stays down because no one gives a shit. It's amazing. Right. right. It's amazing. Our houses cost less. Everything costs less. I can see a movie for nine bucks a seat. I don't know about <laughs> L.A. and their $14, $15 lifestyle they have down there. But anyway, that. That Utah pride. There's nothing like it. <laughs> right? yeah, you, know, you like where you you like what you like. Anyway, but the point is, what was my point? P. Talk. We we're talking about the well, we and we were talking about is it a fault of the writing? Is it a fault of the yes, directing? Yes. And I think, I think, Holly Berry's delivery of lines again, great actress, and I love her in so many other things that it's surprising that that she's this bad in this. But her, her, directing. She's she's been directed to deliver the lines like she's in a comic book movie. Right, right. And that's so many one liners. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, how do you like, you know, try this on for size? I mean, I'm yeah. not quoting that's, directly that's, from the movie because I've watched it this, out of my head, but this, this is something that comes back that, that I ask all the time. I'm always going, at what point do actors and actresses have the ability to understand that they're in a shit show? I mean, because you could get a script and go, 
oh, that reads well. You know, that reads that reads well. This is an interesting story. Oh, she's like a cat woman. Oh, those are some really interesting ideas. And, you know, and most of the dialogue reads okay, reads okay. But then once you actually get in front of the camera, and especially when there's a lot of CG, you know, you're in this different scenes. Here, here's a scene. The director sets it up. You have to trust that the director has this vision and that he's going to take what you perform and use it to maximum effect. Well, and Brian, so, the algorithm for when do you realize that you're in a shit show yeah. has a dollar in it. It has money. A <laughs> hundred million dollar budget, right? Right. And and it changes it changes dramatically what the participants' willingnesses are, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they are they're completely willing to sell anything for a certain price, for right. sure. Mm-hmm. You know? Interesting. So yeah, yeah so I I'm curious. I mean, she definitely, Halle Berry definitely owns the idea that this movie was a shit show post, uh, you know, its performance. But did she realize it during, uh, you know, certainly not before, but at least during, did she just go, oh man, what have I done? But but you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody's, if somebody comes to you and says, I'm about to pay you $8 million, you're like, well, (laughs) they must know what they're doing. Right? Like, yeah, that, right. That, that's going to change your perspective. No, there are a million right. examples in movies every day of people who you think are like, you know, Robert De Niro and uh, some other famous actors all in something where on the ground, everything seems like a normal thing. But in right. editing and in vision and in and in all that other stuff, it ends up coming out like different on the other end. And I, yeah. that goes both ways. Sometimes it seems like everything's great and it comes out shit. And then there's times where everything seems terrible like ask Tom Hardy about how much fun he had on Fury Road. He freaking hated it. He complained the whole time. Right, didn't right. like anybody. Fought with uh, what's her name. Just did not. Nobody got along. And he was cheesing on the director all the time. And then later he gets up at Comic Con or wherever it was and apologizes. He's like I don't know what I was thinking. This is like an amazing film and it was incredible. And it just on the ground yeah. it felt different. So, so it's like that, that, right? What was that movie again? Fury Mad Road? Max Fury Road. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, Mad right. is fourth in the series. I, right, I right, suggest right. you can watch I, it all by itself. You don't need the others. It's fantastic. Anyway, I'm starting yeah. to worry for the health of our listeners that play the drinking <laughs> game. Uh, oh, gonna... Drinking anytime you mention. <laughs> well, they, I think they just don't even. You don't even listen to the morning stream or film sack. Like those are. You, I'm sorry, we've driven away those listeners entirely. Yeah, or, or current yeah. geek. I keep hearing it bring it up. The doctor on there. has said, "Look, uh, it's your liver. Uh, you got to stop listening to film sack in the morning stream." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were saying that it's written well, and I take I take issue. Oh, I didn't that. say it was written well. I said on paper is what you're saying. I, like, I was saying you. It's a possibility that it could have read differently. Written. I'll tell you how it was before. Before it uh, goes where he's going, I will just say this: it's written like it's an animated, directed DVD, forty-five minute to an hour long DC yeah. story. If this was an, imagine this entire story. If you close your eyes and imagine it all animated. Mm-hmm. No problem. It works on that better. level. Yeah. It is what it and is. You can, and you're and done. you can do those, you know, over cats come when they feel like it, not when they're told. You yeah. know, you can Well, if you read it like that, yeah, but if you read it like that's cats how cats come Berry, when you know <laughs> That's how Holly Berry read it. Yeah, no, he's I I agree with Ibbit on this. This is a this is like a script. It would have played in animation. It does not play in live action at all. Well, I can't now, say I can't say how how the original script read because it might not have had all of these punchy one-liners. They may have went later on and went, you know what we need? We really need to punch this up and start punching up some of these words. So I don't know what the original script looked like versus I'm just saying, I think it takes uh, more than just acting skills. It takes reading skills yeah. and, and vision 
as an actor to be able to pick good scripts and and, uh, and deliver and deliver them in a way that doesn't you know if she would have delivered the lines more subdued and more right um because she bought in at some point she she bought bought in in, she bought in and she and and pitoff right probably said (laughs) no more emphasis you must really sell the line you know (laughs) ratatouille (laughs) 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 don't deliver like you're doing monsters ball deliver like you're doing comic book reading yeah he's french by the way but i like this i like this in case you didn't know that he's french yeah apparently he's Prussian. yeah fresh right Prussian. there you go i did like the fact that there was as they were exploring the 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 mythos of the cat women that prior to coming to the united states they were heavily in the in the russian area and uh, that's where the migration was from well originally egypt right and then kind of spread out from there in fact the opening logo with the Catwoman name is on a bunch of hieroglyphics which is you should have been everybody's first warning that something's up (laughs) our first warning that something was going horribly wrong was that the opening credits were seven minutes long oh my gosh they never ended but yeah i actually was trying to watch it and make notes at the same time because i'm like oh they're really telling a story here they're telling a whole separate story yeah. in these in these cutscenes. I'm trying to figure out what they're trying to get to. Yeah. Nothing. Turns nothing. out to be garbage poo. <laughs> nothing, well, and, nothing. Then, <laughs> and then the setup for the character's inception was too long. I was bored out of my mind by the first act of the film. Mm-hmm. Like, where, the, like the whole mousy, uh, I'm just trying to get the work done. Uh, the, the, no one here at work likes me. Uh, the cat's on it, the ledge. i got to exactly, save it. Yeah. Yeah. It went on forever, that the, part. The, the painful... Right. noisy heavy metal neighbors oh my gosh <laughs> it was so bad hey like, did you notice who that guy was though it was the freaking swede the 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 oh, guy was, uh, you look familiar i couldn't Stormara? place him yeah no 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 not him the guy that was called the swede on uh hell's uh um oh shit you'd know him if you saw him damn it I have a picture of him. I'll put it on Christopher Heyerdahl. Yeah, he's he. So if anyone has seen this, the the TV show on AMC called uh, Hell on Wheels, uh-huh. uh, he's he plays I a guy either. called the Swede, even though he's Norwegian, and he's one of the best villains of all time in that show. And in this, he is. He was he was pretty. Uh, look, as as an outsider to the whole movie, I mean, because I'm sure he wasn't privy to all the other stuff, so he just kind of shows up and does his best performance. And I thought he did. He was definitely unlikable. I hated him. I yeah. really just wanted him to die. Yeah, he's like, a yeah. really he's a really interesting dude. He was also in that um, that thing I saw with Tim Roth recently. Tin Star. Yeah, Tin Star. He is weird in that. He's. So I like weird. how he's been in all these um, TV adaptations for movies. Like he's in right. the Van Helsing TV series. Yeah. He's in the uh, Twelve Monkeys TV series. He's he looks in like Minority, a perfect Minority ass. Report. TV he would be. Series. I'll tell you who he'd be great. Although I think he may be too old for it now. But he would have been a great Highlander remake oh, type yeah. character oh, sure. for Clancy Brown's character. Like he would have fit right into that. But anyway, as soon as I saw him, I was like, Oh my gosh, dude, you were. You were just getting what they'd give you back then in 2004. They were giving you nothing. No kidding. By the way, speaking of 2004, this is the thing that blows my mind. I would put, I would have put this if you would ask me. I would have said, "Oh, this came out during the the Schumacher Batman Mm -hmm. area." Right, right. Pretty close. Uh, No, 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 not 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 even close. Really, I thought it was like a little bit like what four or five years later before Batman Begins. This is one year before we got the uh, Christopher Nolan movies, and like seven years after the last of the. The Joel Schumacher, Schumacher yeah, uh, yeah, Batman yeah. movies. Yeah, no, this I is more. Like, this is more like around your. Uh, hey, they're making a new Punisher with freaking Tom Jane, and uh, this is the era. Right. This so is when this they were sure burning what to do. the bridges of the Schumacher uh, 
legacy then, right? It was just like, let's burn all this I, thing down. I think they were yeah. trying to separate themselves. I feel like they were saying, we got a whole new direction. Her name is Patience, right. which is a shitty name, and we're going to go in a whole new place, and it's not even <laughs> but it was Gotham. The only, it was the only way we knew how to portray uh, superhero movies at the time, right? I mean, isn't that kind of like... It if, was if how... It was how these morons knew how to portray it. (laughs) No, seriously. Like, if you look, if you look at, like, read the. There's five executive producers. They're all men. Read their names. You won't recognize them. Mm. Like, if you if you just look at this thing from from a distance, it's like, how in the world did this come out while Christopher Nolan was making Batman Begins? How is that possible? Hey, by the way, IMDb says uh, people who like Catwoman also like Elektra. Yeah, uh, I know. Batman well, and the, Batman yeah. and Robin, Ghost Rider, Fantastic Four. Mm. Exactly. It's yeah, like, yeah. hey, you know, you know all those great superhero movies we've come out with lately. Yeah, forget yeah. all those. If you like Catwoman, you're gonna like the Green, the Green Lantern. <laughs> this is like this is like the top eight movies this, that you never want to see. Sure. <laughs> Release wise, this fits right in between Ben Affleck's Daredevil and it and, does. Uh, What's in your wallet's uh, Electra? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. it's it's the year right between those two I'm, movies. Where I'm going to make a little confession here. I kind of like the Electra movie. I'm you're, sure. you are ins- like you're both it. insane. I you're certainly liked it insane. more than this. Oh, Tina. And, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. you forgot. You've you've forgotten. Yeah. You, and well, and you, by the way, while we're talking, be reminded. <laughs> while we're talking about comparisons that are relative, yeah. it yeah. really helped Catwoman that we had just watched The Room. Like, yeah, right, right. Seriously, uh, like watching Catwoman, I'm like, ooh, I love this camera work. Uh, like, seriously, I it really helped. I like it when they spend money on a movie. Ooh, I'll tell you what, I kind of get. I mean, I the room was such a the room was such a different dimension that by the yeah. time I got around to this, I I I had washed all that off in the shower. I was good. <laughs> I I I was I, I had for I wasn't even thinking about that anymore. And I will say, there are moments like when she first scampers around the roof uh like real fast like <laughs> yeah, scampers yeah. Is perfect. i yeah. thought that was kind of cool like there were moments where i went oh all right this some of this isn't bad the fight in the in the robbery uh in the bank or the jewelry place oh that was, was my i hated that scene that was the worst it was okay i felt, I felt like i stepped right back into the 60s batman well maybe that's I mean, why i liked it because there was some camp so. there i was i was i was grooving on I mean, but we're talking about just to finish the other thought. We are talking about a film that's that's one year away from Batman Begins, which I think changed the hero genre moving forward from its brief stint at uh, doing pretty good with 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 uh, Spider Man, and then things kind of dipped. And then moving forward, it was Batman to set the tone. And then we're four years from her from this movie. We're four years until we get the first MCU movie, which was uh, Iron Man in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's then we're done. Like it's then, a whole yeah, new the, baggage. That ball is rolling downhill. Yeah. Um, how is is uh, Catwoman? Um, and I I don't know the answer to this, but I think I suspect it's true. Is Catwoman the character, the DC character that's been portrayed by the most different? Oh, it's a uh, lot because if you if you look oh, at Catwoman, well, Superman's way up there. Mm, yeah, that's true yeah, too. I don't know if Superman. I mean, because you've got three during the TV show. I'm I'm talking live action, not talking about. Um, yeah, if you do a Catwoman, Halle Berry doesn't even show up in the first six or seven results for Catwoman. Oh, I mean, right, because you can look up the character. That's a good. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, you may so, be right. Like, Anne Hathaway right. shows up first, then Pfeiffer, uh, and then uh, wait, Anne Hathaway. Uh, Cam- back that truck yeah. up. Where is she? Yeah, the, the Dark Knight. She, the Dark Knight. Yeah. Oh, 
I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Then you got Cameron. Your city. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot about her that she's in that or that she's Catwoman. I completely yeah. forgot. Eartha Kitt comes up before Halle Berry does in Catwoman. That's how far people are spacing themselves. Like, nope, <laughs> nope. I'm I'm sure there's a comic book geek out there who's screaming that they know the answer to which uh, character has been played by the most actors. Right, right. Because I mean, Batman. I'm, I'm totally with you. This yeah. is this feels so like a one-off. This movie. Yeah, yeah. And there's oh. lots of one-offs because it's hard to do. You know, <laughs> like this is a well. I don't think it's hard to do now. I think you like when we get the Black Widow movie. Guess what that movie's gonna feel like? The proper treatment of a Catwoman movie, just Marvel doing mm-hmm. it. That's what right, that's right, what yeah. it's gonna feel like. That just got announced. That's super exciting. Finally oh, really? getting her on cool. her own. Yeah. So that's good. No, no longer is she relegated to. She's in all the Marvel movies as as kind of a little a bit of a backup, kick, yeah. right? She gets her own thing now. <laughs> she's she's the professor and Marianne of the DCU, exactly. I mean, the MCU, but that's yeah. what you'll get. You'll get someone who's a little bit damaged, but who's doing the right thing, who's challenged by this stuff, like a strong woman now, role. All that stuff's going to happen. Using it with that new Jennifer Lawrence movie where she's basically playing the Black Widow. The, the uh, no, the, no, no. There's an actual Black Widow. Let's see, Black <laughs> Widow movie. I swear, I just saw this. Where did I, I believe. See this? I believe you. I'm kind of just making the joke about the. <laughs> Oh, I found it. I found it. Scarlet, yeah, makes sense. I don't. I've not heard anything about that other one though. You're talking about. Is that supposed to be good? It's it's out. It's either out in theaters. It's going to be out soon. But it's basically like, it's basically feels like the Black Widow origin story that we got in one of the Avengers movies, but just as Jennifer Lawrence now as as the character. Oh, interesting. Like this brainwashed spy kind of thing, Russian, um, Natasha Romanoff type character mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it was advertised on the front of star wars right uh was yes, it yes. when you went uh-huh. to see the last jedi that was it was after I, this movie i don't think i saw yep. that one uh well, scarlet by part, the way popcorn scarlet johansson 25 million bucks for black widow she's gonna make wow That's- she deserves every bit yeah, of it she she, totally she is a presence yeah for I, sure i agree well and and they've just they've not handled the character perfectly in the mcu mm-hmm. so give it its own it's I'll tell you where she was yeah. best. I think she was best in Winter Soldier. She was amazing in that. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I think all uh, three or Avengers th- 2, you can just, everybody can just hang that one up and say sorry because that sucks. That movie sucks. Mm-hmm. Right. We're still trying uh, to figure some stuff out. I wonder, how, I wonder how much Jennifer Lawrence got paid for Red Sparrow. That's the name of the movie, That's Red it. Sparrow. Yeah, Red Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, yeah, yeah. Red because... Widow. <laughs> Have you guys seen Mother? No. Of no, no, but it's oh on my. my list. As soon as I, as soon you as should, it's available for streaming, I want to see that. Cause you I should hear. totally watch it and then prepare to sit and question everything. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I've heard about is that it's your, it's not your typical thriller. It's kind of like how no, Get Out not. redefined uh, thrillers as well. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, Aronofsky just has to show up and he gets uh, nominations. But Dunaway, do you think Mother gets uh, some Oscar noms? Ooh, Oscar noms. Oscar noms. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, 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 um, <laughs> That's a good question. I don't... I could see it doing that, but there the were, movie is so... Ooh, I don't know. I just don't know if it's... There was a lot of hate. The there was a lot it. of hate for it from a lot of uh, yeah. reviewers and Hollywood people, and then there was a bunch of people who liked it, and it was well, like okay. the most divisive thing ever. I, I, I don't like, know if that I like means how, Oscars. I like how I like how open ended it leaves a lot of questions, but not everybody likes that. And so, it it was it's abrasive, but it's it's an interesting watch. I enjoyed it as an art film. It's definitely an art film. I mean, if you want to sit down and just have some open ended questions, 
you know, there's some answers to some stuff, but it's an interesting watch in my opinion. And I think it deserves some, some credit because some of the things it does with storytelling is, is uh, quite unique. Is Jer- I, by the way, is Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, go ahead. I just absolutely love the movie The Wrestler. I was so glad that it got two nominations for Oscars in 2008. And I like when I heard that uh, Aronofsky was making another kind of point the camera at people and have them talk movie. I just I don't know uh, if it's quite on the par uh, with being as a complete piece as The Wrestler, but it was it was still it was a good one. No, Aronofsky's interesting. I've always liked his movies. I don't like the one where uh, uh, what's the drug one? Uh, Everybody's all stoned out of their minds Traffic? and doing shit. No. Um, no. Um, uh, j- oh, 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 Requiem for a Dream. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. That's the most uncomfortable thing I've ever watched in my life. I could never yeah. watch that again. And it's supposed to be. You're, it's supposed to be yeah. a movie that you show your 15-year-old one time and, <laughs> and, and ruins their lives. <laughs> right. Oh, it's, that's Jennifer Connelly stuff. is so freaking right. rough, dude. I will yeah. say speaking this, though, about Red Sparrow. I just watched the trailer in silence as you guys were speaking because I hadn't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll watch it later with sound, but she's even Russian in this. Yeah. 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 Which yeah, is the whole, the whole hook, right? Yeah. Of the red sparrow. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of, speaking of movies that Steve, make me that think, <laughs> yeah, speaking of movies that make me think this movie, this movie really tried. Okay. No, it, it movie didn't try. You know me. I'm always every, every time I watch the movie, I'm always trying to put the dots together. I'm always trying to find a pattern. And, uh, and this movie, the number 12 in midnight was, is, is, yeah. It, it almost feels like a theme, but it doesn't quite ever connect anything. Wait, did and that I, happen a lot? My, when did that happen? I yeah, don't the, the cast name Midnight, the deadline for the 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 turn in stuff is at midnight because that ties in with the fact that she was trying to beat the deadline. That's what time she basically died. They didn't say she died at midnight, but it's implied that that's the, the time yeah. frame. Yeah, uh, and there you know there's mentions of twelve o'clock several times by different actors, uh, and so. I wasn't sure what the significance of 12 was supposed to represent. And I think that pisses me off because it like, I feel like I'm spinning for that kind of stuff, but I don't think it was anything there. Cause they it don't, cause like they I probably did it. It's a probably purely accidental because these guys yeah. aren't that smart. It's, and, it's yeah. not, uh, it's not the, uh, the, the water, the symbolism of water. Right. right. Exactly. Kind of it's not like a minority report where, I mean, it's actually literally water in the opening credits. I mean, uh-huh. opening credits is literally, graphics over top of water that was super intentional yeah yeah let's let's for sure let's for sure dig that old uh, argument (laughs) up and talk about that again (laughs) hey can we talk about what okay go ahead randy i was just gonna say uh, this movie certainly had the cat tropes oh my gosh dude every cat trope there was they had everything everything we know about cats yeah fall on your feet freaking uh every Doesn't all like of the it rain the purr right. shit the what did she have yeah. somebody had a, a it's, it's catnip and all that and she's freaking oh, out she's it. rubbing her face yeah oh yeah oh, we the cat, the cat lady. Yeah, oh okay. yeah she was great she threw she yeah. threw the catnip at her so that was that's a trope uh throw throw something at your uh at the person you suspect has some kind of weird skill <laughs> even right? going so far as to have like when when she first gets her cat awareness and there's a little spider running around on the yeah. ground and she's like <laughs> <laughs> <Bird>. <laughs> now i i know everyone would say uh six feet under scott six feet under but i don't know that i know francis conroy very well what do i know her from outside of oh geez like this? uh well did you ever watch any of the American Horror Story. She's like a one of the recurring actresses in American Horror Story. I saw season one where he burns his junk on the stove, and I saw a little bit of two, a little bit of the insane one, but I kind of fell off that one. She it feels like she's in everything 
Was she uh, was in she the last... in the Wicker Man? Oh, shut up! Was she? No, <laughs> she um... wasn't the Wicker Man. She was. Oh uh... my gosh, she was. Yeah, she was Doctor <laughs> T H Moss in the Wicker Man. <laughs> okay, okay, so we've seen her here. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, she's been in more stuff than that recently. That you know, Made in like... Manhattan. Also a and Law and Order, man. The Law and Order connection in this in this. Uh, oh, everyone in this was, show, everyone in the movie Catwoman has been on. If we did Law and Order connections, the entire cast would be just, there. It's like uh, it's like The Mist and uh, Walking Dead. It's, yeah, you're, you're automatically pulled in. Speaking of which, that the recent Mist TV series, which by the way is horrifically bad and yeah. deserves so much more. This movie was great and the book's great, but anyway, uh, she's in that. <laughs> she's in the Mist. So it's funny you brought how, that up. Yeah. But how many but, people uh, were in Hill Street Blues? And uh, Law and Order. I, I'm curious because she was in both. Oh, uh, I don't know if there's a crossover there. We'd have to get. And hey, Daryl, we got a new job for you, buddy. <laughs> the <Best> connections. <laughs> uh, the thing for Frances Conroy is definitely six feet under. She's she's yeah. one of the seven actors that are credited in all 63 episodes of Six Feet Under. Yeah, still uh, haven't seen it. it. Need to watch. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's becoming more and more of a classic all the time. So. Mm-hmm. It, I it. keep being told that it doesn't that it ages really well, and there's no reason not, why not to watch it now that I have HBO. The reason, the only reason I never saw it before is I never paid for HBO, and now I've got sure. you know twenty bom, ways bom, to watch bom. it. So I should just watch. Yeah, it, I mean but. Peter Krause is great. Uh, Dexter, um, Thomas C. Hall is that mm-hmm. it? Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall. Thomas Michael C. Hall is the one that was. Uh, he was. He was. C. Uh, Thomas uh, Hall. C. Th- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <not> confusing. <laughs> yeah, where he played. When, when did he play a black dude? What was that movie? Soul Man. Soul Man. <laughs> Can we make a pact talk- right now? Put all our hands in the circle and make a pact that we never watch Soul Man, please. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it feels like it's. I thought oh, we already watched it. Have no. we not watched it yet? We I, haven't watched it. Oh, please don't. Let's never. It sucks. Soul Man. Well, that's the whole point. <laughs> it sucks. I don't mean the whole point. I don't have a problem with the the, the racial stuff. That's fine. That movie no, no, sucks. It's just bad. Yeah, it's yeah. just bad. So we yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what you know, you know, that's what we watch for get, film I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> for some reason, I get scenes from Soul Man and the Mannequin mixed up. I don't know why. What is? Oh my God, Mannequin! Oh, There's, was it same same time of. frame? Possibly. I like that you called it the Mannequin. That's even better. Oh, yeah, the Mannequin. Sounds <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Tim laughs> like the is the Mannequin. The Mannequin. Um, no, they were roughly around the same time, or maybe they both used "We Built This City" from Starship in them. Maybe so. Yeah, I just was, can't. I I, I well, don't know. I can't. Hold on. They they used the starship, but it wasn't. We built the city. It was. Um, oh. Nothing's gonna stop us now oh, for mannequin. Oh, for, for, the, for the mannequin. <laughs> uh, those two songs are the same to me. I can't even. Separate they, they, them. Well, they might as well be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hate that stuff so bad. Uh, here's here is my favorite bit of history about uh, Catwoman that I love the most. Halle Berry. Okay, one of only six actors in history. Uh, only five at a t- uh, at the time, anyway. So there's been one since, but she possesses both an Oscar and a Razzie. After her win for her infamous performance in the movie, she also became the first ever, and this is still true, to accept the Razzie in person. She right. walked out on stage at the Razzies, proudly holding both her Oscar for Monster and Razzie for this aloft. She gave a short <laughs> acceptance speech and said this. I'd like to thank Warner Brothers for making me do this god-awful piece of shit movie. <laughs> if that doesn't improve your opinion of Halle Berry overall, I don't know what oh, does. Totally oh, you know, that's something I didn't consider when she considered this role. Was she on, like, 
retainer with Warner Brothers, and it's like you have to fulfill this many movies. Here's a good one, and here's Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. Right? but but again, money, 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 money. It right. doesn't it, like she got paid. <laughs> that, that's the thing. Like uh, like if you want, if you have a contract and you realize you want out of it, you have to pay somebody money. The money went the other direction here. She got paid a lot of money to make Catwoman. She made Catwoman. Like, so in other it, words, it's almost like life is complicated for artists and they yeah. have to make dis- <laughs> difficult decisions. Hmm. And sometimes we boil it down to just, they ma- they made a mistake. Yeah, weird. Sometimes it's right. just because they no, have. So, so like I'm with you, on. Scott, get paid, do your job and yeah. then go out and call it bullshit. Yeah. In public. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Except yeah. embrace it for what it is. I really admire that. I think that's great. By the way, I keep saying Monster was the movie she won her Oscar. It's for Monster's Monster Ball. Ball. Yeah, right. And I, for, so, now, hold your Monster emails, was, everybody. Uh, Charlize Theron from uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. To, yes. Yeah. Where she, her and the girl from uh, Adam's Family go on a trip. Isn't that the deal? <laughs> you know, this movie only recovered like, what, like 80 million out of the 100 million budget the year that it was re- released, I guess, or subsequently uh to DVD or whatever. I wonder where it's at now because there's a little bit of benefit to being known as one of the worst movies because people still want to watch you. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I I'm curious to what the, the end total this, was for Catwoman. but this doesn't have the cult status that like troll two or even the room have right. as far as for being so bad. It's, it's funny, but it doesn't have the cult status, but that's not, doesn't have to be a lot of people. I think a lot of people, know in the in the general populace that Catwoman is bad and possibly has watched it on Netflix and possibly even likes it. Is that possible? Mm. Yeah, someone well, does. Um, well, I mean, it's got a 27 meta score. It's got a... Right? Um, yeah, somebody likes it. Somebody likes it. Somebody out there likes and it. I'm, and like I say, I like it for what we do. And I don't And I don't mean yeah. that in the, new, in yeah. the normal, usual way. I, I actually think this is a standout because there's so many questions about you know why they did it a certain way or what was the state of, of hero movies and why would a studio be uh, nervous to not just embrace the 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 story that is you know Celine mm-hmm. and not go this other way like there's so much to say around it that it's perfect for us in a way that is even better than some of our other poopy movies we watch so speaking movies speaking <laughs> of poopy things we look at uh this week's this week's picture on IMDb has to be Byron Man so uh, Byron Man is uh, uh, for, formerly known as Byron Chan. He's like the main henchman oh, yeah. in this oh. movie. Mm. He would have been a better love interest. I actually think he's an interesting looking dude. Yeah. So yeah. main henchman in this movie, uh, Byron Man on IMDb. You got to look him up. And I want to ask him the question because he's a professional actor. He's he's getting work. He's he was he's been in some big things like small roles, but he was in The Big Short a couple mm-hmm. years ago. He was good in The Big Short. He was such an ass yeah mr chow this guy is a working professional actor who i'm sure is aware of imdb i just want to ask him <laughs> why you got all these compression artifacts in your picture yeah, um, it's, it's because like, it, it's such a small thumbnail picture if you look why? at the source mm. right why oh he it's, was in the expanse that's what i saw him in recently he was great in that oh well, yeah like, he's great i like it, this guy a lot. and i would like since i'm not a professional actor i'd like to know if this is just my my take like i think to myself if I were Byron Man, uh, this would interest me greatly. I would be very mm. concerned mm. about my, my that picture on that thing. I want to know who did it. <laughs> yeah, but maybe yeah. maybe people who are actually making money as actors don't give a shit. Maybe that's just nothing I think to them. Because right. I think you you know we all come from the 
the IMDb generation. We're watching a movie at home. We're watching some Netflix, Hulu, whatever. We're like, oh, what do I know? Who do I know that guy from? Where's my Where do phone? I know that guy from? Mm. And we're always pulling it up. And then we see the photo that they decide they're going to put on IMDb. And they're like, that's your that's your Twitter avatar? That's your uh, LinkedIn profile? <laughs> Every now and then I hear a famous person give a piece of advice that goes something like, never Google yourself. And uh, I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. So those of us who aren't famous, we Google ourselves. But like, I have this real purpose. I want to know if like, there's a bad picture of me. I want to know. I, I would but, like to. But what can you do about it? I mean, well, there's yeah, not, not. I mean, in the case of IMDb, you can definitely do something about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's let's talk about. Uh, I think we've already kind of touched on this, but what what gross Scott out the most? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so I think the obvious uh, one is is apparently a, another new cat power, which is the ability to open uh, a can of tuna two-thirds of the yeah. way and then pry the metal lid back and just <laughs> eat right out of the can. So Incorrect, weird. but you're close. You're getting there. Oh, the bad, bad tuna is the worst tuna, man. Oh, you, don't tuna. Ever want, you don't ever want to come across a woman who is eating cans and cans of tuna in the bed. No, like, oh. no, dude. You know what? Uh, listen, I don't want to be indelicate here, but you shit like a monster when you eat nah. but tuna. it's <laughs> not do. good everyone stinks yeah. everyone stinks. Tuna poo. yeah it's not good but you're close not, not quite it no no i know what it is it's I, gotta be let me give you another hint it is definitely oh. another cat action that there's the hint right okay. right i th i think it has to be the fact that you know uh, that that when she went and licked benjamin bratt in the face that she had just got through with a big old can of tuna right <laughs> You are correct. Licking Benjamin yeah. Bratt in the face is gross. Yeah. Oh, right, of course, yeah. And, that, yeah. and that that shot was played to Scott's problems. Like it yes. was it was shot in such a way that you really got the feeling she took her tongue, put it on his neck, and went all the way up to the temple, <laughs> yep. like all the way over his jaw, his cheek, like for no reason, lick. for no reason, because she doesn't. What is the point of doing this in her persona? She doesn't need to do this. She loves this person, supposedly, on the outside. Yeah, Why yeah. suddenly she's in the hat does she turn into a freaking sicko? It doesn't well, make any Scott, sense. Uh, Scott, it's the duality of the cat person. Yeah, and also, Scott, you've had cats. We've all had cats. Cat, some every now and then a cat likes to lick you. Yeah. Like they yeah. just like I have you. one now. They we hate just got you one, one minute and they love you the next, yeah. right? Yeah. Says it right in the very beginning of the movie. Sometimes when I'm good, I'm really, really good. <laughs> but other times when I'm bad, I'm super bad and gross. Yeah. And if you forget, she'll remind you at the end. Yeah. I, I am going to give Something a runner like up, though. Runner up goes to sushi eating noises she was making while she was. Oh, oh God. God. Like, I, I felt like there was a joke there that got cut somehow, yeah. like, because it was it was set up to be really f clever. Like she's eating the the sashimi off the top of the nigiri and leaving the rice behind, right, you know, right, like, right. and she's like gobbling it down really fast. But yep. then he's like, whoa, what's up with that? And then she makes a face and that's it. Oh. Exactly. It's yeah. bad. Okay. It's bad. Listen, look, look at the Cats note. Don't like wasabi rice or seaweed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say there's a bunch of or, or freaking uh, the whatever the other stuff is that you get the little uh, side uh, the ginger. Ginger. No cats. Eat oh, that. I love ginger. Well, you do, yeah, but the cats, cats don't. Who cares what cats like? Just like this movie, I don't care what she likes. <laughs> All right, listen to this note I wrote. This is pretty late when I was watching the movie. I watched it on Thursday. I wrote. I hate all the cat shit. Rain, fish, purring, etc. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I feel like so anytime true. that came up, I was like, er. So here's the big question of the movie, though. Is she yeah. is she because of the way they've sort of retconned her her origin story or whatever? She's right. basically a zombie then. 
right? Right. Yeah. She died. Right, she's yeah, definitely she's, dead. Yeah. yeah. Definitely dead and brought back to life by the cat. Same with yeah, Michelle. Yeah. Definitely Fiber. did. Yeah, de- yeah. So this is where you. This is the ultimate screw up in my opinion because that is like the most. Uh, supernatural ways to go ever is that you're dead and we've reanimated you now and now you're permanently cat lady solomon grundy basically too (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. and that's that's dumb it's dumb especially when her true origin is she's a cat burglar and she's fast and that's it that's all she ever was so i am annoyed by that more than anything else in the movie because you're really staking your claim there and saying well, I I kind of I kind of liked that angle a little bit because you know cats supposed to have nine lives. Did they imbue her with one of their lives? Did they come together? I kind of liked the angle they went with because I really haven't seen that story told in that capacity. And we have a lot of we have a lot of uh, mysticism surrounded around cats. Why do they sit on people's chest? Do they really sit on babies and suck their breath? You know, there's a lot of <laughs> There's a lot of mysteries questions that we have there, so sure. I was kind of okay with them playing a little bit with that. I just didn't like the fact that they never let up. They put their foot on the cat gas pedal and just well, <laughs> not just put their foot on it, but steered the cat thing into places it shouldn't go, like right. like cat motorcycle driving ability, cat yeah. basketball ability, cat hairstyling ability. Yeah. Cat <laughs> hairstyling ability was my favorite, but I, the Double basketball scissor. thing. Yeah. The double yeah. sister, uh, thing. Yeah. yeah, that was real stupid. So, and, and yeah. by the way, like that, there's the the worst trope in the movie for me, which is uh, Benjamin Bratt's character. I'm forgetting his name. Tom. Tom. Uh, Tom Cat. Get it? Get Don't it? Watch, no, it was like Tom, Dome or Tom. Tom Lone Tom. was his name Lone. because That's he's a, because he didn't need a partner. He was no, Lone Wolf. No yeah. offense to actual Toms that we know, but come on, his. Yeah. It's Catwoman, and his name is Tom. Are yeah, you serious? Tom, yeah. Tom. It was a little lame. Right. So, okay. But anyway, the idea that she just puts on a very small mask, and and he ceases to recognize who she is. This whatever, woman, whatever they, DC. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, that's seriously? a good point. DC is all about that, though. Like Clark, yeah. Kent, Clark Kent was the dumbest thing in the history of the world. But sure, but DC, but, but we're yeah. all familiar with it. That's how tropes work. We all know. That the Superman trope is a trope. Why would you reuse it? Because mm. <laughs> it gets because it sets up that CSI technique of matching the lipstick so yeah, well. Like, yeah. oh my god, it's a perfect match of I, the lipstick. She was, had her lip oriented exactly the right same way. Mm-hmm. That was that was like they went they went down the list and said, okay, we need to make the most <laughs> cat and woman movie we can make. So everything that is a cat element, everything that is a woman element, we need to just lean into it. All the way down from how do we identify a woman? We identify her not by our fingerprints or anything else. Yeah. No, no, lipstick. Mm-hmm. We've got this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make the most woman woman movie. Oh, that tech though was making me cringe. Like, come on, right? No, the ninety nine percent probability of the same uh, lip yeah, print. This, this local lo- local precinct <laughs> has got this like lipstick enhance, detector. Lip enhance. technology. <laughs> <laughs> zoom enhance. Zoom enhance. That was shit. And also her uh, the cell phone she had that Nokia was an accu- actual oh, model the of the Nokia, phone? but yeah, the video phone oh, that didn't right. exist in two thousand four, and that was horseshit. Yeah. I will I will tell you, I laughed out loud, belly laughed with the exchange that uh, Sharon Stone and and Holly Berry had at her home uh, when when she was pointing to her husband because she she that that phone exchange that whole I don't have a phone, we'll take my phone. Well, 
that whole thing gave me belly laughs. It was just so outrageous. mm, Loved it. I just want to, I just want to point out, it starts with Sharon Stone hitting Halle Berry with a golf club. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, right. That alone, like, okay. So apparently Catwoman has amazing amazing armor or something. (laughs) Cat armor. I don't know. uh, I've, I've hit my cat with a golf club and they just kind of get back up and go, what the hell, man? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just like, It was just weird. Like the the fact that they start out fighting and and then Sharon Stone decides to pretend that she's actually on Catwoman's side and Catwoman falls for it. Mm-hmm. That just loved uh, it. Mm. That is it, I loved that part. I I actually loved that dynamic. I even liked the fact that Sharon Stone's that she was actually, you know, marbleized. I mean, it, <laughs> oh, yeah. it, that oh, was yeah. right. It was so makeup. dumb, but for some reason, that part worked for me. Did it? I don't know why. All right. Yeah, you're like just like Sharon Stone, <laughs> don't you? You're so forgiving. Of yeah. this movie. I'm forgiving. <laughs> I maybe maybe it's because they set the bar so low. It's like I got to forgive something. You're yeah, like, well I think you're like uh, Newman. You just you you love Sharon Stone. She she uh, she. Let's say she let you see <laughs> a little something. She is. <laughs> look look. Sharon Stone is such an impressive looking person. That she can stand, she can stand next to Holly Berry, and still they both can just be super impressive. They, they, they it was, a, oh, it was nice. I got, that reminds me. I just saw an interview with her where she was. Some guy had asked her about all the recent sex harassment stuff in Hollywood, and mm-hmm. the guy asked her, and I can't believe he even asked it this way. But he says, "In your long career, you've been working in Hollywood for almost forty years, and your long career is one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood. Have you experienced any of this sexual harassment that that's been nope. in all the news?" And she belly laughs for like 15 seconds she's (laughs) laughing so hard and then he has the audacity to say go well i can't tell if you're just embarrassed by my question or if really there and i'm like dude you are the most out of touch penis boy i've ever heard in my life and she's wearing she's wearing this gray cable knit sweater and it's huge yeah and so her reaction is just like it's like covered in a piece of clothing (laughs) that's really funny yeah. No, it was my own personal choice to show my beaver in uh, right. basic, basic instinct. <laughs> that was that was my that was me. You know what? Make this scene better. Yeah. I'll, I'll peek at my beaver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard the term beaver in a while, so <laughs> so thank you for that. I appreciate sure. the beaver use. Hey, let's let's talk about chicks in buckets. Oh, we got oh, a chick yeah. in buckets. I feel like we don't have just one chick in a bucket. I feel like we have seventeen chicks in buckets oh. because it's all the people probably still stuck on that Ferris wheel because apparently <laughs> you're only gonna you're only gonna <laughs> rescue the kid. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I mean, yeah. and, you know, and again, that scene uh, that was the scene where I went, oh, this is good animated. If this was animated, this would right. be a good scene. Yeah. That's not good was, in live action. I was also I was also curious because I'm always trying to connect the dots, and I was like, "Are they implying that Halle Berry has some kind of bad cat luck or something?" Because why in the world did the Ferris wheel suddenly just explode? I didn't they, understand. Because they needed I didn't a understand. thing. They needed What's a, that? Because they, they needed a plot hole. I mean, but, they needed a thing. So they many bad a... things were constantly happening to her. I mean, just like bad luck cat thing and bad i was like movie. Oh. bad movie happened to her that's why that's why <laughs> is it all yeah. related and they just needed some sort of timer basically to make it uh you know make you feel like there's it, she can't just sit there and say well we'll all just sit here until we're rescued there's right, got to right, be right. like a a ticking time bomb which is the i'm tom load i'm gonna i'm gonna jump down and fix this ferris wheel with my 
Improv <laughs> skills. I took the Sally Struthers farewell Ferris wheel uh, repair course online, and I'm totally his. Totally his solution this. is to literally put a wrench into literal gears. I was like, wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah. boy, they thought about that a lot. <laughs> Totally, but but I, this is what I like about Dunaway's analytical approach to this stuff. You are looking for a pattern again, and there isn't one. I promise you, there's not. It's there's not. Shit. This is the most infuriating pattern matching movie I've had in a while because there's usually a lot of intentional things in movies, and there was a lot of intentional things that just didn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was my chicken yeah. bucket. Yeah, logic. Yeah. Also, when she snuck out of the bars of the little prison cell she was in, I just wanted to make a note that there's a serious continuity problem for me. So she's not the T-1000 from Terminator. She can't just meld her way through. Right. But there is a mid-bar that she somehow passed through. So when yeah, she they, starts sneaking out... There's supposed out, to be a mid-bar there, but apparently that prison didn't have one. It Well, no, I saw one. Was it there before? There was a bar there. She starts sneaking through and kind of weaseling her way through. Suddenly the bar is not there as she's halfway through. And then when she steps out, the bar is back. So I'm, I'm telling you, like a bar went through her gut. Right, right through her <laughs> mid session, or that's just a bad choice of uh, she has scene. A vision. She has the the abilities of the vision to phase through things as yeah. well. Right. It annoyed me. Yeah. It annoyed me. Yeah. Those kinds of things annoyed me. And also, that's, all her dialogue seemed to be ADR. I swear, all of it was. She that's just was, a, Scott in in TV tropes. If you want to look that up sometime, that's called cardboard prison. Mm. And they've got a great list of movies or. <laughs> things like live action tv and movies that yeah. i'm sure every include. week was cardboard prison on the dukes of hazard <laughs> oh right? yeah for sure yeah. oh yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. i think cardboard prison is one of the new games you can get on the, the nintendo labo <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, the new labo. yeah. <laughs> do you guys say labo or labo how do you say it? i say yeah labo. i say i say labo i say labo because I, I thought it was lab like labo amiibo oh, yeah. like labo yeah. i don't know i could be wrong labia Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, not that? Okay, I've gone too no. far. Is that your saying? Okay, great. Label. Uh I'll tell you what. There are there are some fun audio moments in this movie, and I think we should uh, play some of these yes! if you guys are interested for this. Clips. Here's uh, uh this is Helen and Frank. I don't remember why. Oh, this is the wrong thing. Helen, Helen and Frank. Hold is on, wrong thing, movie? wrong thing. I guess skip to the wrong thing. Okay, there we go. I'm in the What's right your place Helen now. and Frank though, because I don't know what that is. Uh what is Helen and Frank? Hold on. Actually, Helen is glad to receive the invitation. Oh, it's a uh, dating TMS video thing. thing. Yeah, it's a TMS <laughs> thing. All right. Sorry, sorry. Wrong wrong group. Okay, here it is. This is, uh, they're all like children. Whoops. Here. You know, scientists, they're worse than models. You have to cuddle them all the time like little children. Would you say that's true of scientists generally? you got to coddle them. They're worse than models. That seems like a models. really <laughs> shitty piece of dialogue that has no basis in reality, but whatever. I, uh, you know, I worked in a chemistry lab for a couple of years, and all the scientists I worked around were the opposite of everything he said. Mm -hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm like channeling Luke Skywalker here. Everything you said, <laughs> back, wrong, totally wrong. Every single word. Good job. Actual scientists are ugly old dudes who play <laughs> cards at lunch that they eat out of paper bags they brought. Yep. You're welcome, scientist. Yep. Here's uh, uh, Lois. Uh, Lois. Griffin. Here's Lois Griffin, everybody. Tom Lone. Rhymes with cone. Phone. Bone. Uh, bone. I see what you've done there, Bone. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard Bone in forever either. That's a good one. Yeah, Bonin's good. Bone. Bone. I think boning should come back as a term. Like Again, Alex Borstein, great. But someone should have looked at the script and gone, no, no, this this timid woman's friends would not have given her a leather bodysuit as a gift. <laughs> right, exactly, mm -hmm. yeah. No. Yeah, All no. shredded up. 
I mean, I understand. I understand their their want to say, "Look, Halle Berry is literally one of the most beautiful human beings ever made. We should Mm -hmm. exploit." The word "exploit" is right. That was that was the idea. That's exactly what they were thinking. Yeah, this director was thinking, "How do I exploit how she looks?" Yeah, I'm sure that that's probably true. But she is beautiful, and today, like even today, I don't think she's aging. Something's something's going on over there. She, I saw Keanu. Yeah, her and Keanu Reeves just don't age. Saw uh, him cat and Benjamin Bratt. Yeah, ben- <laughs> Benjamin Bratt doesn't age either. That's true. We never Speaking. got uh, like a uh, uh, password. Swordfish password. Swordfish <laughs> came and went without us. Yeah, actually you put- into a show. Hey, how yeah, did you move, know my? How did you know my one. Gmail password is Swordfish? Now we're now we're in huge trouble. <laughs> no, what now? Yeah, we never did get sword. We never got Halle Berry nipple. Like it disappeared. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It, we, speaking we, of <laughs> speaking of cats, did did I ever convince you guys to watch the movie Keanu? No. Oh, I've seen no. it though. It's great. It's I the, you suggested it to us, but, you, but I haven't watched it yet. It wasn't for lack of your trying. Though. Yeah, it was so Key, and, Key and Peele like, thing, right? That yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. so good. I haven't watched it yet. I want to. I still haven't seen Get Out. I, there's a lot of things I haven't seen. Yeah, I need yeah, to see right. Get Hurry Out. Up. You got to get on that because the get awards are coming. It. Yeah, yeah. Get out and see that. Here's another one for you. Remember, remember. I just like the way she said that. I think remember that was Alex Peter. Yeah. It's like the time we went and saw a cat woman in the theaters. <laughs> Peter. All right, here's a cat. Here's a cat woman sound after she got uh, killed and then brought back to life by a cat breathing on her, and it's a sound that just stuck with me. So here you go. There you go. <laughs> that? I don't know what, how, how was she that supposed that. to be sneezing like a cat. Is that what that was supposed to be? She was coughing and sputtering after getting out of the mud, so I don't know. But it's like uh, a, yeah, it's like cats do that. Yeah. <laughs> you think that's why she was being like a cat? Yeah, I think that's supposed to be cat-like. So she's coughing up a furball. Yeah. Sneeze like a cat. Yeah. Also, where'd all the water go? How'd you end up in that dry spot? What's going on right now? Oh, right. I didn't think of that. Where did all that water go? Well, it's did it, the cats drink it. it? What's it going all got on? Shot out of a pipe, and then when the it's just like a temporary thing. The water comes out. It's it's full for a while, and then it lowers down because that water is finding other places to go. Oh, stop trying to be logical in this illogical <laughs> I was, movie. I actually thought I actually <laughs> thought the in only that moment I defend in the movie. <laughs> in that moment, as I'm trying to figure out whether or not that's the Vancouver uh, Inlet uh that she's laying next to i actually thought that maybe the tide had gone down because mm. there's pretty substantial yeah. tides there could be there's a lot of leaves in there when she got dumped in there i i thought it was supposed to be I, what i was expecting is oh this is like refuse from the makeup plant and all of the weird chemicals they use to make sharon stone's mm. skin hard is going to be in there and she's gonna be breathing all that in and that's what's going to turn her into that would be Catwoman. that would be what usually happens yeah. in a Batman series story, right? Yeah, that's the, t- that totally the period. the Joker thing they did for the Tim Burton one, which was super dumb. The fa- right. ugh, you guys for, you guys forget, and Tim Burton made it so that Jack Nicholson's Joker is the one that shot his parents in the movie theater alley. That is so. Right, so ridiculous, sacrosanct, yeah. and dumb. Like, yeah. what are you doing? You don't need to have everything tie up to you know to the current movie you're doing. Like Indiana Jones doesn't need to get the scar on his chin, his fear of snakes, and his ability to wield a whip all in the first five minutes of a movie. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm gonna say it out loud. I don't think Tim Burton's two Batman movies are good. I just don't. Sorry, sorry, everybody. You no, can write I'm, me. I'm and- kind of. I'm with you on the. Uh, on the first one, there's something about that second one I kind of like, and maybe it's Danny DeVito, maybe it's Christopher Walken. I mean, mm. there's 
There is a dark there's, thing going on in, the t- in two. There's that's a lot to cool. like in, in two in, in Batman uh, Returns. Returns. Was it Returns? Yeah. yeah. It's Returns. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what I yeah. what what I what you have me wondering is would I rather watch Catwoman or the first Batman, the Tim Burton Batman? It's like, is Tim Burton's mm-hmm. Batman that bad? No, uh, it's not. Yes, yes, it is. It's not. No, great. it's not. Yes, it no, is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's not. You think it's good? It's just because you were a kid, you were a young man, and you did. You don't. I'm telling you, it do, it's not good anymore. It, it was it's good. It was it's thing, fine. It was a thing of its, it's time. Fine. In '89, it was a thing, and that's fine. But it's not good now. It's just not. His best it's movies fine. are the ones that are like the least amount of Hollywood. It's like Big Fish and freaking. Uh, it was a unique vision. Yeah. I liked it. I don't care what you say. <laughs> <laughs> that might be wow. my, my problem so i may agree with you is that it is a right. unique tim burton vision of batman and i don't think it's the right one i think you liked the 60s batman and i don't care for it as much and i like the tim burton but i think it's okay to like different flavors of batman but i definitely think it is i definitely would not say that that flavor of tim burton batman is for everybody just like i wouldn't say everybody likes vanilla or everybody likes chocolate yeah eh. yeah that's true they don't do you like vanilla mm. chocolate though? Mm. I like do you like mixing it up because I go to the Chinese restaurant and you got like the on the left hand side you got the chocolate and the right hand side you got the vanilla in the middle it's a swirl. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All I know is I've been following World of Warcraft for the last fifteen years and everyone likes vanilla. Yeah, every, they say they yeah. do. They say yeah. they like it, but we'll see. Uh, here's a dialogue that's real bad. So twenty seconds. It's just a taste because there's plenty in this movie. But here you go. Oh, you're a brave man to be facing a mob like this. No backup? <laughs> I'm used to working alone most of the time. Except by choice or? Yeah, bears. No, I've had partners before, but turns out I take my job a little too seriously. Well, you know my friend Sally? Well, that's what she says about me. She says that I'm um, fun deficient. Ugh. Yeah, I know your friend Sally. The one time I met her, the, the pervert at the, at your office. Yeah, I know her. <laughs> yeah, Sally. <laughs> the one time. Uh, it's time to accessorize. Here's that. Time to accessorize. Uh, okay. It's it. delivery like that, that it's like, you know, Pitoff was saying. Hold on, hold on. I'm just trying to finish the script here. What do women actually <laughs> think to themselves? What do women think? What do they say? What do they think? I don't think Pitoff knew what he was doing. No, he really didn't. Here's uh, another one of those. What a perfect idea. Yuck! Uh, Vomitus. Can, can you, any of you guys purr? Is that something that? Yeah, I mean, I can do that. That's like a Chewbacca. (laughs) Okay, so the answer is no. Okay, that's lots of checking. Okay, that's to be in the middle of a word. Like, uh... (laughs) just say say perfect. Say perfect. Perfect. The answer is no. Okay, that's like he's gurgling. I'm gurgling. Yeah. (laughs) Quick, he's choking on a. Here's a here's ooh. Don't choke on a cherry tomatoes. Are big. That'll, that'll block you up good. Uh, here's the guy. What? I wrote this guy sucks. Oh, he's at the crime scene, and I cannot stand what this guy says. So here you go. He said she jumps around like a cat. What should we call her? Cat chick. No, no. Cat broad. Yeah, cat broad. Yeah, That's better. Exactly. Uh, cat a dame. Cat dame. Uh, cat <laughs> female. Cat, cat female. All right. Got it. <laughs> Oh, I hated if that. If only there was another word for dame. <laughs> cat, cat lady. <laughs> so dumb. All right. Killer. Some more killer dialogue again. Here you go. What does all of this have to do with me? I mean, what happened the other night? I don't remember. Do you want me to tell you? Yes. 
you died. <laughs> so shitty. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's so shitty. You died. Uh, how it works uh, for cat women. Cat women are not contained by the rules of society. You follow your own desires. This is both a blessing and a curse. Uh, well. Cat women sound like real buttholes. Yeah. Stepford Catwoman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. She's- Francis Conroy's delivery again. You know, it's all the delivery in this movie, but it's it's just. Uh, we need you to be more namaste. Yeah. Could you, like, <laughs> and we're going to play some music on? behind you. Yeah. To support that. And they're all people who can do this. It's not like yes. they're not talented people. No. It's Lots just... of great actors, poorly directed. Yep. A lot Here. of great ingredients. Just, uh, I don't know. It's like they put it in the microwave. Yep. It just didn't work. Yeah. Like, yeah. grim- <laughs> like a gremlin. Here's another one. You are a cat woman. All right. There's that. You are a cat woman. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's that flush I the pipes. I come from a long line of cat women. <laughs> cat women yeah. prefer tuna. Cat women prefer <laughs> they like chicken of the sea and not chicken. so much the. <laughs> I really thought she was eating cat food before yeah. I realized it was tuna. I really uh, did. I was a little concerned. I assumed it was the tuna we get. We get like the Costco. Uh, what's that stuff called? They, Bumblebee. Uh, Bumblebee, yeah, Bumblebee. Yeah, right. Bumblebee. I think Bumblebee. we get Bumblebee. Kirkland brand. It may be Bumblebee Kirkland though. Brand. Oh. Do you, Kirkland brand. Kirkland processed tuna food. Yeah. Do you get the Do you get the pouch or do you get the can? I get the can. I don't like the pouch. The yeah. pouch What's is wrong weird. With the pouch? No, the pouch is weird. You could take a needle and inject something in there. I don't like that. Oh yeah, because <laughs> you could. You could take it. You could put a little heroin needle right in the side of that pouch, go, and then no one would know. He's go home hey, and eat or heroin. Or you could take a big old crap in it at the tuna at the tuna canning place and. You know. well, well, that's true. You could poo in it. You're not wrong. And I'm sure that I have eaten tuna before that was not 100% tuna. I know that for, for, to be sure. Is that, this it, is like 99% tuna well, it was, 10 per, and 1% lipstick. Yeah. It was chicken, right? Because it's the chicken of the sea. Yeah, the chicken of the sea. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica Simpson. Yeah, it's, chi- it's, a <laughs> it's a chicken with like gills and stuff. Hey, by the way, I have something to say about Jessica Simpson that I'd like to get out of my system here. Sure. It's funny you brought this up. I realized the other day, I've never seen or heard or any seen anything ever of, with her in it, like a film. Uh, yeah. I, I know we got Dukes of Hazard coming up on the list, and I so I'll get say, to see that. Yeah, uh-huh. But I never saw that. Um, I never saw any of the TV shows she was on on MTV or whatever it was. I don't know what she looks like in moving. The only thing I've ever seen before is like stills of her on TMZ or something. Mm. So I've, I don't even know if she's a real person. I assume she is. She exists. So you, so wow. you never watched the Newlyweds? Nope. Okay. Employ, employee of the month with nope. Dane Cook? Nope. Because that's what I was referring to that Ibbot caught. She in, yeah. in a, this reality show she was in. She she asked, "Is this chicken or fish?" I know it. It says tuna, but it also says chicken by the sea. <laughs> chicken by the sea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know uh, a thing about her other than I. I am sure she actually exists, but I've never seen her move. She's all right. Yeah. Never seen her yeah, move or I mean, talk. I don't know what her voice sounds like. I know nothing uh, about her. So. She's got that uh, style of chin that I just don't like with the cleft. <laughs> oh, you love those, yeah. <laughs> I, I Sorry, like listeners, if you got that cleft in your chin, hey, whatever. Ibit can't even look oh, at you. Yeah. Can't even I, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up at a Jessica Simpson concert in like 2002, where it was like coworkers had an extra ticket. You should come along, and and I was really drunk, <laughs> and she was incredible. Like. In 2002, I think she was the best living singer. Like it was unbelievable. Yeah. Wait a minute, she sang. Was. That was a thing she did. 
Yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, I think that's how she got her start. I did she? not know that. I had no what? idea. Are, are you being Ashley? serious? I'm being dead serious. I, well, who I, do you I, think Jessica Simpson is? I thought she was a reality star because oh she was gosh, pretty. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. I thought I did not. I. This, I is, what I, this is my is whole a, point. This is my whole point. As I don't know her at all. Like it's it's one of those cultural things where it just slipped through my cheese grater. I never saw her. <laughs> doing anything i don't know why wow. that's the analogy i just used but she just never yeah. showed up for anything i've ever been now i feel on. like i'm over informed on jessica simpson because during this yeah. time i was watching mtv i was watching the osbournes a lot like i was not mm. it's not like i was averse to mtv reality shows or something i just it just never happened and, bef- and i didn't follow her before that if she's saying that's news to me no idea oh my. does she still but, sing does she sing now but or? the whole course, thing yeah. the whole <laughs> Even if you don't don't pick up with her until she's on Newlyweds, like the whole point is that she and Nick Lachey are singers. I don't know who that is either. Oh my God! <laughs> I don't. Lead singer, one of the guys in the boy band, uh, ninety eight degrees. degrees. Oh, yeah. I don't. But yeah, I just I don't know. I love that Scott is so disconnected from that. Completely whole disconnected world. from yeah, Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. I have zero connection well, to either. I, I, I kind of envy you, actually. I do too. But my <laughs> point, my point was, I think everybody should have the experience where you go to a concert and you don't know anything, like you don't know any of the songs that are going to be performed. Covered. Scott's got it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm your guy. <laughs> you get your tickets, you let me know because I'll go. But so is she yeah. still? But she performs now, makes albums and things and stuff like that. I don't yes. know if she currently is doing anything, but I'm sure she's doing something. That's that's her background, music. Okay. Yeah, anyone with this kind of talent is surely still performing the rest of their lives, right? Like, right. At least in Vegas or something, right? Come on. Well, in theory, yeah. I don't know. Does she have a residency at the freaking uh, <laughs> Golden Nugget or something? Who knows? Uh, well, there you have it. There's that one. Uh, I got a couple more here. Here's this one. Who the? Oh, I love this guy. This is a flush the pipes guy. They told me to flush the pipes, so I flush the pipes. I like that guy. Uh, did they say to flush the pipes? I thought they said to open the gate or something. What did they say? I don't know. He's he. All I, all I know I is that they that flush the pipes. She did. They she say said, flush the pipes. Yeah, she right. said flush the pipes. Yeah, he. I think he what? just. He was. He's my favorite kind of henchman. Could he? Could he have been at a more convenient location for her to say that? Because he literally like looks at the guy, turns around, hits the button. Yeah. No. Flush the flush the pipes is a very convenient yeah. thing to do at the makeup place. Uh, this is uh, this guy who's supposed to say what the hell or who the hell, but he finishes short in the worst directed line of the movie. So here you go. Who the heck? Who the heck? Who the who the heck? <laughs> who the heck? Oh my gosh! <laughs> because because there's that moment that you between saying "het" and "ol" that you can yeah. stop easily. Like, yeah, because there's like kids around. Who Wait, hat? Who the heck? It's so dumb. <laughs> Uh, here's some advice that uh, I gave Brian Ibbett on prom night. Oh. I, you didn't know this, Brian, because I went under oh. a different name, so you didn't know this. Oh, yeah, that was good. This was advice I gave you. Stop eating Viagra like they're vitamins. Yeah, don't do that. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Stop, stop doing what? I don't. thought there was like a bottle marked vitamin V. And, vitamin uh... V. <laughs> and who cares about the warning? Screw the warning about four hours. <laughs> right. Here's a... Uh, I, I Oh, yeah, I heard. I I just heard. I didn't. I don't have any evidence of this because I haven't looked it up. But I heard that Viagra's exclusive license ended recently. Oh, can you do the, now the generics or something? Yeah, I I I I could be wrong about that, but I think it would be, I think it would be kind of fun. But do, would you really want a a, gen, uh, a generic boner? I mean, you really want that? <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is I think it would be kind of fun to find out that 
there are oh, not over the counter. There are generic Viagras that are better than others. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there probably are. I mean, that's true of most of the biotech world. They make something better in right. a generic form. It's cheaper and works as good or better. So yeah, that's uh, good. But hey, if listen, if you're out there and you and you need the Viagra to get old Jimmy up, I uh, more power to you. But old, don't maybe don't buy Jimmy. the cheapest generic because the, like you don't want half a boner. No. <laughs> No, no. They call that a semi. I thought it was a chub. <laughs> a chub. Chub. I've heard that forever either. <laughs> oh, wow. Breaking out all the boning chub beaver. It's like, right. uh, yeah, this is great. I'm like, it's in like high early again. 2000s up in here. <laughs> exactly. It's right when this movie came out. It's like a, like a Porky's reunion episode. All right. Um, <laughs> what is your, oh, this is what I asked Dunaway once. I said, what is your favorite brand of adult diapers? And he said, depends. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True, uh, too. It's actually depend, isn't it? I always get corrected. It on is that. depend. I know uh, uh, Peterson uh, corrected us on that. The the it is actually called depend. Oh, the TMS curmudgeon, Bob Peterson. The TMS curmudgeon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fact checker, TMS fact checker. Yeah, that's what we'll call him. Well, I, I mean, yes, technically, I'm wearing a boxer brief under my pants, but nobody <laughs> says nobody stops there. They always put the S on it. Well, it's well, no, a you don't it's say, a brand, you do say briefs. It's like pants. You know, it's always plural. Right. Yeah. But yeah. depend. Depend is you know is is what the brand name is. Yeah, it's a brand, so they can't. So it's technically different. So you could say, yeah. "What's your favorite adult diaper?" And you could say, "I really like Depend." See, that sounds wrong. It does. This sound is the wrong, most abstract yeah. conversation that we've ever fallen off to. <laughs> What's your favorite adult? How do we go diaper? from generic Viagra to? <laughs> hey, listen. Depend. Let me tell you how quickly people go from generic Viagra to Depends. <laughs> it's usually a couple of years, is all, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. that's how fast. About 600 days. All right. Here's uh, USA. Uh, I, I wrote USA up all night. Sounding music is what I wrote. Oh here. yeah. So here's what some of that music. Yeah, Silk Stockings coming up next. Yeah, it totally is. That is so stupid. This this, this whole music. The, the whole whole thing didn't know where it wanted to be and it only like had like every bit of music was only like 20 seconds long yeah it's not a good direction music wise the whole thing felt real disjointed and strange and then the actual score stuff like that was just tv special uh you know hunters on the case kind of music it's mm-hmm. all yeah. bad <laughs> hunters on the case uh remember hunter he had the patches oh, on his I love arms. Hunter. yeah hunter what are you talking great. about do i remember hunter i liked hunter a lot dude um anyway Maybe i wrote this is much. so dumb may have lost your woman but at least you got your man you may have lost your woman but at least you got your man okay that was pretty good it's the same woman it's it's pretty good right it's a pretty good line no it's not it's bad it's terrible that line it's a pretty terrible line he's a a cop you may have got your lost your woman but you at least got i hate it so bad i'm sorry scott i'm sorry it's all right it's okay i'll be all right i'll make it through pretty clever um i wrote <laughs> hate the name of this thing is what i wrote Beulin. oh yeah i still don't know what the name of their medication or their face stuff is Beulin, but it was supposed to be buline or something Beulin. I, I, Beulin. and never once in the movie did they say it in a way that i went yep now i know the word i still don't know it what was it it's probably written somewhere Beulin. Beulin. It's, it's spelled like bow like the first bow, part of B-A-U. beautiful yeah, dash line. Uh, L-I-N-E. Bowline. Which is a knot. But she says, but Sharon Stone says, It's awful. It is horrible. Yeah, it never worked well for me. And then finally, a bad scream. All right, there's that.
uh, <laughs> where it's now time for this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the film sack checklist. Number one, cat sounds, or sorry, cat sound one-liners. Check. That was all up in this. There has never been a cop like Benjamin Bratt. Too perfect. Check. And finally, dress like Kill Bill for the last third of the movie. Check. Because hmm. she wore that stupid yeah. jumpsuit. Uh, I shouldn't say Kill Bill. She dressed like um the the what's her name? Uh, Uma Thurman's what's character. Her name? I can't think of her name. Who, who's Uma? What's what do they call her? Uma the, Thurman. Yeah, what do they oh, call the, her? Uh, Uma bride. Thurman in Kill Bill. Oh, the, oh, the, the bride, bride. The bride. That's what I meant. Yeah. The bride. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek uh, uh, connections. According to Daryl, there's a ton of behind-the-scenes stuff where people, no one knows, and that's it. There's no actors. Exactly. There's no, no, no uh, which surprises me. It seems like uh, one of these actors had to have done something Star Trek, but apparently not. Kind of weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, these guys, these actors. Benjamin Bratt wasn't never in Star Trek? Yeah. Even, I would okay. even say Halle Berry, before her Oscar turn, could have easily been in an episode of Enterprise or something, like an ambassador mm-hmm. to some planet with some cool freckles on her head, alien head. <laughs> some sort of prosthetic <laughs> on her nose. Yeah. yeah. They, this doesn't that, that jives with me for whatever reason. Uh, yeah. Let's get to the soundtrack grade to give it a shit. That's it for that. And then uh, Twitter. I, well, shoot, go ahead. I, wait, hold on. Hold on. I thought the soundtrack was okay. You're crazy. The soundtrack? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. The score. <laughs> the... This soundtrack? The... I know. It was, it was scored by the amazing Klaus Badelt. Who, who's that? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, him, that? sure. Okay, all right. What does he do? He doesn't do anything. He's a poo-poo Yes, he head. does. No. Oh, my God. If He's this... responsible for easily top five soundtracks of all time for me, which is Pirates of the Caribbean. He's he's so good. Mm. I thought I thought his, his work on Catwoman was probably the best thing in the movie. No, um, I, well, yeah, I don't remember uh, much of it. No, yeah, I was unmemorable. Right, fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember jack shit about that guy, and I think this you're this, like you're like Tom Lone. Everything about this, this one, Randy. Everything about this. Uh, he's lone. Is that why he's all alone? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I. I, I, I you. You have your opinion. I have mine. Hey, Klaus, call me. Yeah. Let's agree <laughs> to disagree. Okay. Uh, Twitter post. Let's do it. This is where you guys sum it up in 150. Damn it, I did it again. 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. Way less. Catwoman, meow! Did this get made? Oh, oh! oh. How come we didn't do that more? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, meow. Brian did a lot at the top, and we just didn't yeah. keep it going. We needed to keep it going. Yeah, just forgot to meow. Yeah, we didn't forget to. We just hate it so much. So you don't want to. You don't want to reinforce bad behavior. I, I see how it is. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the one, the only, the Brian Dunaway. Catwoman, like a whole bag of sorry. And a box full of cupcakes. It just ain't enough to get this tuna flavored film out of my head. <laughs> You're not a fan of tuna generally, though. Like, do you want a tuna fish sandwich or done away? Okay, tuna has its place, but never in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Never, chopped, ever. Chopped tuna. I'm not a fan. I like, the, you know, a big slice of ahi for my mm-hmm. sushi. Definitely. Oh, yeah, but, that uh, sounds all right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like doing anything the romantic after I eat tuna. tuna in its own juices just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, and tuna juice that yeah. It's, yeah. It, 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 right, it's right up there with hot dog water. It's the it worst gets, thing. Exactly. <laughs> and it gets on you and it's on your hands and yeah. it's just how did how did it get on my face? It's just I'm covered in tuna. Yeah. My uh 
my daughter's dog husband, Dylan, all you have to say is hot dog water in front of him, and he gags. <laughs> it's really funny yeah, to watch. Sure. Uh, let's finish it out with Brian Ibbett. Catwoman. Sorry, Randy. The corollary is false. Catwoman did not move me. <laughs> okay. okay. That's, that's fair. We may have moved Catwoman, but she did not move us. That's we'll, try us. Better. we'll try harder next week, guys. Yeah, <laughs> what is our... next week? Oh, well, don't tell us yet. I got this to do, damn it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Jumping, uh, jumping the gun there. Uh, alternative titles just handed to me. Hallie, barely a movie. <laughs> that's pretty good. Or Basic Feline Instinct. Okay, wait, I got one more. One more, because that, that was Sharon was Stone. Yeah. I like that one. Here's my favorite, The Cats of Life. Because <laughs> you got she was on The Facts of Life. Remember? Right. I think, wasn't she? Or wasn't what she? Was she? Halle Berry. What, you think she was you think she was uh Tootie? No, what? she what was Halle Berry's TV oh, show she was feels. on? What TV uh, show was this? Uh hold on. It was uh not Living Dolls. Uh what am I thinking of? Halle Berry was in know. something. She was on a TV show? Yes. This is gonna drive yes. me. This is gonna drive me crazy. Like Halle Berry. Yes, Halle Berry. Eighties. Feels like she would be on like Twenty One Jump Street. That's about the only thing I can think of. Uh, oh, living. She was on something called Living Dolls, but I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is here. I thought her. She was host... on one episode of A Different World. No, it's not it. Um, Boomerang, Knots Six Landing. Episodes of Knots Landing. Um, uh, living Dolls is her first thing. What am I thinking of then? Hmm. Well, it's definitely not Facts of Life, so that screws that whole thing up. Nope. All right. Why do I think I've got this all backed up? What? Who am I thinking of from Facts of Life? Anyway, it's not. You know what happens? Though. You know what happens to an IMDb list when it's struck by lightning? What? Same thing that happens to everything else. Damn. <laughs> Nicely done. I got an email here, real quick, from uh, somebody who sent an email into filmsack@gmail.com. That person's name is Steve, and he says, "Hello, Sackers." As for one of your many black fans, the reason why Eminem lasted and others did not was because Dr. Dre had his back. And most of all, ah. he never tried to be someone he was not. Like the Beastie Boys before him, he made his own style and stayed with it. Eminem was a poor white guy, and he helped some of us. Uh, some of us found out that poor people are the same white or black. Plus, he is one of the best. Just my two cents. On another note, episode 333, Escape from New York, I was surprised at the no Skyrim jokes when Snake took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> How did we miss that? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't realize it was must originally have been in a bad place. So was the yeah. reference in Skyrim from that movie? I didn't no. know that. Is it possible? Maybe? Or is it we just know he got hit in the knee and we just didn't bring it up? Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. Well, either way, thank you, Steve. We love yeah. hearing we love hearing Thanks, from, our, uh, from our, one of Thanks, our many meow. black black listeners. <laughs> Uh, more of that, please. But no, that's a very interesting take because I it is it's easy for me to know why I don't think I like Eminem, but I but culturally it's like you know it's it's weird. He fits in in a way that others have not been able to do. Like nobody respects mm -hmm. Vanilla Ice in that regard, right? And um, he's right. It it I definitely think it's because he was always honest. Yeah, I guess I mean, so. He, he was always just honest about who he was, where he was from, and that's what rap is supposed to be about, right? Yeah, maybe that's he just had he had to be. You know, maybe there was no right. other way. I'm not saying he contrived it, but. You know, it's a good thing that he was both honest, I guess, in his approach and also had to be to stay relevant. So there you go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, thanks for the email. You can send your emails to filmsack at gmail.com. What is our next film, Randy? Next week, we are going to watch Wes Anderson's fourth movie, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. The only one Ooh. I've never seen. It's the only one I haven't seen Wow, of his movies. I've seen them all but that. So 
And That's many, interesting. Yeah, many uh, multiple I, times. But. Most of them, I don't think of sacking. So, like, it, it's going to be interesting to see what this uh, becomes for us. Sure. Uh, of all the Wes Anderson movies, I'm curious what you guys this would say feels- to this, but it's uh, my, the ones I've seen the most are the Royal Tannenbaums and the Fantastic Mr. Fox are like the multiple viewings for me. Mm-hmm, but I've seen the, everything at least once. Are you guys right around that? Or have you seen all these? I don't know if I've seen any of them more than once. Mm. Uh, Tannenbaums, oh Tannenbaums, yeah, I think I've seen more than once. But Yeah, when I was younger, I watched Rushmore several times. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Rushmore. Uh, yeah. A couple times, though. A couple times for me, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Rushmore. I've never watched it. Always Rush Rushmore. Really? Never. Oh, really, Rushmore. Really? Rushmore. Never have. Rushmore must be seen. You have to see it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's always oh, been on my list. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know what else is great? Moonrise Kingdom. You know what else is great? Oh, yeah, that's good. That's Everything good. he makes. That's what's great. Yeah. Grand, Grand Budapest Hotel is my favorite, I think. Mm. But yeah, I, on the train. Yeah. Uh, Darjeeling Limited is also Darjeeling really good. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I just love that he exists. His new movie. He's working on right now is called Isle of Dogs. It's a return to animation since Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, yeah. And it looks utterly wonderful mm-hmm. and is a similar style to Fantastic Mr. Fox. So I, I cannot wait for this. And I only like, saw that just a few years ago. Look at these people in it Francis McDormand, Greta Gerwig, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Brian Cranston, Lee Schreiber, Edward Norton, Tilda Swinton, Bill Murray. He's in all of them. Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Harvey Keitel, Fisher Stevens, F. Murray Abraham. I mean, look at this. Ken Watanabe. My gosh. This that guy. F. Murray Abraham. Yeah. F. That, F. Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I love well, saying his name. It's so good. And if, you're, so good. and if you're wondering why are they watching this Life Aquatic thing I've never heard of, it's got Bill Murray, Owen Wilson, Kate Blanchett, Angelica Houston, like it's it's another all star cast. It's gonna we're gonna have a lot to talk and, about. And the Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willem Willem, mm-hmm. not William. Yeah, William William Defoe. <laughs> yeah, he's in it. Go, Jeff Goldblum also in this. It looks like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Bud Court. Oh, yeah. I've not seen this one. I'm excited to see it. I think a lot of people probably know all about it. I just never got around to it. So mm-hmm. let's let's make it happen, everybody. Hey, man, we've all got our things. We do. And this is also a 2004 <laughs> film. Came out the same year as uh, Catwoman. So back to back 2004 movies. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. And uh, don't forget, filmsack.com is our website. All the things you might need to find and do and stuff are there. Filmsack.com. Filmsack at gmail.com. And once again, is our email address. You can find us on Twitter at Filmsack. And you can leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Meow meow. (laughs) (laughs) This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at (laughs) frogpants.com. Jeez, sorry.